Hi, and welcome back to Skeptical Saturdays with me, Maddie. In this podcast, we talk about anything climate change or sustainability related. Today, I wanted to do a Q&A. If you follow my Instagram, you have seen that I've been posting question prompts throughout the week, and I've gotten actually a lot of responses. But before we get into that, I just want to say that I hope everyone is doing okay after the Roe v. Wade decision. Um, I just want to say that my mental health hasn't been the best, especially because I live in a very red state and I'm very nervous for what's to come. If you have the means to, I suggest looking at where you can donate in your state and how you can help out. Um, I donated what I could yesterday and I'm just nervous for women and everyone else's health care throughout the U.S. and the future of it. And I just wanted to address that before we got into today's episode. But I'm going to um, use today's episode as a sort of distraction from it all because I love the responses that I got. So I'm just going to dive right into it and go onto my Instagram and look at the responses I got. I was the one asking questions and you guys gave me answers, which was really cool. Okay, so the first question, or I guess poll I asked on my story is, do you have a lot of eco-anxiety? And surprisingly, 91% of you guys voted yes. So because of that, I asked, how do you deal with eco-anxiety? And I want to share the responses here. So the first one I got was, I don't, which I also do this as well when I'm feeling really anxious. I just don't do anything about it. But in terms of climate activism, this isn't really useful because, I don't know, we have to keep moving forward. Another response I got was, channeling it into action, focusing on solutions and community involvement slash resiliency building. And I love this response. It's when I'm feeling anxious, I I have a lot of adrenaline. It feels like I can run a marathon. And so I would love to learn how to more positively channel my anxiety into action. Um, another response I got was alcohol, which you know who you are for sending that. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> um, another response I got is I try to recycle, compost, and get others to do it as well. I, I would agree with this as well, like just one person Like, we are all just one individual, and even if you can get a small community to follow in your footsteps, for that one community, you are enacting change, and you are making that community more sustainable and resilient in and of itself, which is super important to take into consideration. So I really like that response as well. All right, so the next, um, I guess, poll I put on my story was would you consider yourself a climate activist and the responses i got here was 69 percent of you guys voted totally whereas only 31 percent of you guys voted not really 
And this one, I guess, I was kind of surprised by because, in all honesty, I don't even know if I consider myself to be a climate activist just because, I don't know, I feel like I can always be doing more even though I have resources such as this podcast, it still feels like I'm not doing enough and like only those who are well known um, in the climate world, like well known activists are the only real activists and that's just something that I need to overcome in my head. We can all, I feel like, be micro activists in our own communities and even just by feeling like you want to make change I feel like constitutes as being an activist I feel like the only time you wouldn't be a climate activist is if you are in denial you are purposefully being oblivious to the situation I guess that's it yeah and like if you care that is enough in my eyes to be an activist but with that being said like caring means there's there's no end to caring like hopefully we can keep moving forward and become uh, what am i trying to say i guess we can always better ourselves we can always keep going forward like there is not one level where you're like wow i have reached the epitome of activism and now i am done like my time here is complete like no there's always more to be done so anyways (laughs) with that being said I asked on my story, why or why not would you consider yourself a climate activist? And I got a lot of responses here, and I'm excited to share them. So the first one I got is, I work towards sustainability, but I don't talk about it from a climate justice point of view. Um, I think that it is hard to be a climate activist because it encompasses so much. There is community-based, there is activism against fossil fuels, there is activism against overconsumption, there is activism against environmental justice, and the list goes on and on and on. And that's also where it can tie back into eco-anxiety. All of these issues make us so anxious, and it's so hard to defeat. So, I am proud of you for working towards sustainability and maybe just educate yourself more on climate justice because we're not all perfect. We have certain things that we know more about than others and that doesn't mean that you can't call yourself an activist in my eyes. You still care to some extent, it's just we all have the opportunity to learn more and grow more and... Yeah, just educate yourself and figure out how you can add um, climate justice activism strategies into your everyday life, whether that is just reading more about especially communities and how they're impacted, I would say, in the global south, Um, reading even more about like how certain minority and communities of color within your local area whether that be your state or city how they are impacted by like the development of superfund sites there is just so many things that we can learn about and i think this is when we can use the internet for something positive is educating ourselves on really important topics such as climate justice 
So I really like that response and I hope you find <laughs> my advice helpful. Um, let me know if you do. Um, anyways, the next one I got is not because I don't get too much actively involved in the, st- in the field, I just share online. I think this is a tough one because with the internet being a helpful resource, it is also easy to, I guess, I, I, I struggle with this, like dealing with feeling like I share a lot online and I'm like, I have a voice online. But when it comes to being in person, I kind of shut down. Um, so I say one way to combat this is maybe like go to a climate protest or see where you can volunteer in your local communities or maybe call a local re- representative and ask them about what they're like, what green energy strategies they're wanting to implement or if they're not trying to implement any at all, tell them why it is extremely helpful and that we should not be looking towards short-term goals. Stuff like that, I feel like, can make it seem like you're doing more than what you are right now. Um, and, I don't know, being online is a great way to like start to fuel that activism, but we need to remember that that passion should go into our everyday lives. And I think it's really important to bring that passion back into the local community that you live in. Um, So I hope that's helpful as well. And yeah, so I'm just gonna move on. The next response I got was, if I am one, I'm not a very good one. I just kind of yell about all the problems and nothing else. And I know I know who this was, and I hope you're listening to today's episode, but this is, even though it makes me laugh, I think this is very important for everyone listening. It is so easy, especially with what is happening in the U.S. right now, to just get angry at the other, thinking that all situations are entirely black and white. And I don't necessarily think that activism is just yelling at the other side, even though it does make us so angry and this anger should be fueled and turned into passion. It's so easy to just like get mad and not um, find any solutions. But this is what we need right now is we need the passion from our anger to drive us to find solutions and it's when it gets tricky, but as we have seen in recent news, like there are solutions out there and there are places that are implementing them. And I'm excited to see this um, focus from just all this bad negative talk to no solutions to finally like providing just the general public with ways we can change. Um, it's really helpful because when there's all doom and gloom and no solutions involved, why would we care? Like, that seems pretty existential to me. So I understand. Um, the next response I got was, I don't think I can be one because I don't have enough time to. I t- Time to dedicate myself to a level where I would call myself one. I also don't have enough time or resources to commit... Enough to call myself one. And this is hard 
because we have lives. We work. We go to school. We have chores. We have bills to pay. And that's when it makes it hard to, like, channel our our energy, the time we're supposed to be spending relaxing into ways we can be activists. And so I think it's all about finding that balance. If you can, like, once a month, um, dedicate an afternoon to calling a representative or telling somebody about a great new environmental book that you've just read or maybe educating your roommates on what to compost versus what to put in the recycling versus what to put in a trash can. These are all helpful things and they might be small, but in the grand scheme of things, if we all just kind of tweak our daily lives to, I guess, better the environment, it would make a huge change. Like, think of, well, like, if I'm the only one that composts, that's not a big difference. But it's like, what if you tell your roommates to compost, and then they tell their family as well, and then their family tells, like, their coworkers and their friends, and then there's a huge just spiderweb effect of now you have everyone in this small community of yours composting. There are just, like, I think, at least this is how I stay optimistic about things, is, like, my actions can positively influence someone else to take similar actions, even if that means I'm not taking that much time out of my day to do said action. And so I think it's really helpful to keep that mindset. And I hope you find that helpful. And the last one I got the last response I got is I do what I can, but I don't, I feel like I don't know enough to be considered a climate activist. And this kind of ties it all in um, back to education. We have to educate ourselves because, especially me, I find myself, since I just graduated with a degree in environmental science, I feel like I have this plethora of knowledge, even though <laughs> that's kind of putting myself on a high horse, but. I mean, I just spent four years dedicating myself to this degree, and so I feel like since it's fresh in my my mind, I know a lot, and I forget that maybe the people around me don't know as much, and that's okay. It's just, like, smaller steps, and it, like, just these small steps can normalize us thinking and considering the future of our world in our everyday lives. It could be by watching a very influential documentary. It could be reading a book or maybe going to a conference. I suggest if you haven't already sign up for the signing up for the Hollywood Climate Summit. They are having a conference this week and weekend. I'm hoping to get to one tomorrow afternoon. Let's see if that happens, but that would be really great. It's free to sign up. Um, just type in Hollywood Climate Summit Hollywood Climate Summit in Google and you should find it. So just like small stuff like that can make huge changes in our everyday life. Um, and if we all have this 
general knowledge of what we can do to help out and like what we know current corrupt companies are doing to our overall health like all of this collective knowledge will eventually lead us to something way bigger and beyond ourselves and i think that's really awesome i was inspired to do this q a episode because of the yikes podcast if you've ever listened to that um they just had uh, a very good um ah sorry i lost my train of thought they just had a very good episode about unionizing and like fighting and standing up for our rights but collectively um and it just kind of i've just been on this whole kick of like collective action action right now and stemming away from individual action and i'm really glad i got to answer your guys's questions they were super helpful and even like made me think about what i can do to improve like my daily habits and how i can influence people around me to change theirs as well um also to just like remind myself to like not get super hard on myself for not being the best activist out there because i know there could be more i could be doing there always could be more but there also always could be less and that's something to take into consideration so i hope you took something positive away from today's episode I am super glad to be back and recording. I know, I know I always say every Saturday, but I just don't think that's attainable. So I will try to do at least two Saturdays a month from now on. And I, if you really enjoyed today's episode, please share it with somebody who you think would enjoy it as well. It means so much to me when people share my episodes with others because I just want to expand the Skeptical Saturdays community and I think it is a very great space to learn um, from not only me but from everyone who follows me um, which has been shown in the Q&A responses I got this week and so thank you to everyone who responded. They were all super helpful and yeah that's pretty much all i have for today um if you liked again please share please give me a five stars (laughs) all of that and i will see you sometime soon bye